0: Joining me on the podcast now is British Columbia's Raquel Cole. She's got a recent song out called Think About You and a more recent song, uh, which is a duet with Donna Merrill called Let You. She will be performing at the Cavendish Beach Music Festival, which runs Thursday, July 7th through Saturday, July 9th. We'll talk to her about that and I'll give uh, everybody listening the website to go to get tickets and some of the other artists will be playing uh, on that uh, three day stretch. Lots to talk about with my guest, Raquel Cole. Hey there, Raquel.
1: Hey, Dave. How are you?
0: I am doing just wonderful. It's great to have you back on the show. It's been a while since we've chatted here.
1: I know. I It's kind of just crazy when you just, like, how fast time goes by. And, um, I mean, I, I've been doing lots. You've been doing lots. We went through a pandemic. Here we are. <laughs>
0: <laughs> on the other side of the pandemic, things are looking good. Shows are opening up, and uh, it's so Great to see that again. And I got to see you. Uh, didn't get to talk to you, but uh, saw you in Brampton at the Rose Theatre uh, with the Washboard Union uh, a couple of months ago, I guess. It was a great show. Thanks so
1: much for coming out to the show. It's been an absolute blast being on the road with those guys. And um, I've never toured this much of Canada ever. So it feels like my big <laughs> Canadian national tour and I'm having a blast.
0: That is awesome. Um, you got your first guitar. We're going to go back a bit in time at the age of nine, uh, which is great. And then you started to write songs shortly after that. What was it ins- that inspired you, Raquel, to write your own songs at such a young age?
1: You know, I think just I wanted something to sing that was mine. And um, I loved I loved music and had sang other people's songs for so long. And as soon as I started playing guitar, it was like, it just naturally happened. Like I just, you know, I just, I think I always was kind of coming up with little tunes, little songs, but I never had something like a guitar or an instrument helps you, you know, put it down. You know, it makes sure. it a, not just a little melody in your head. It, it makes it feel like a song. And so I would, you know, just try and write songs and I will tell you the first few were horrible as they always are. Um, <laughs> yeah. Cause you don't know what you're doing and, I'll never forget it. I was so young, like 10 or 11 or whatever age I was. And my dad was kind of overhearing me write this song. And I was just trying to write a song like I heard on the radio, which, so I think I was talking about like being in a bar and like, you know, hoping that they could, you know, some kind of love song. And, and my dad was like, why don't you try writing about something you know about? And it <laughs> struck me. I never thought of it because I was just trying to copy what I was like, hearing on the radio. And,
2: mm-hmm. and,
1: um, and so I wrote my very first song. It was called Simple Girl. So I wrote a song about myself. And um, that song took me to Nashville when I was 12. And I played it for record executives back then. And it kind of started this journey of, wanting to be an artist and wanting to sing my own songs
0: the age of 12 like uh, you know you're saying that I'm thinking this is incredible I got to drill down more on that so the age of 12 you go to Nashville I assume with your dad
1: my dad and my mom I had family that that lived in Nashville extended family that invited us down and they were in the music business at the time and um, and it was it was an interesting experience just to get out of small town Vernon and um, not that Nashville was really a big place back then, um, and and just kind of meet other songwriters and people that were doing it professionally and making a living at it and getting the response of like, you're young, but there's definitely some talent there. And I think that really encouraged me to just keep writing and to keep going, you know, um, when someone tells you that you've, you've got a gift or you've got some talent and you've got yeah. a, a, a potential future in music.
0: And at the age of 12, to be ready and confident enough to present a song is pretty incredible. And what was there a turning point in your writing, Raquel? Like you said, your first few songs, as all artists' songs are, aren't so good. But was there anything that made you a better writer along the way? Did something just click in, or was it just time and, and more experience at it?
1: I think time and experience. And I was really lucky. You know, even in in my early days in Nashville, I got to write with some really big writers in Nashville, Um People who wrote for Tim McGraw and Faith Hill, and um, and just I got to really learn from the best, if you will. And mm-hmm. I think after I learned the skills of writing music, then I had to, you know, in that time, got to live a little. I think you need some life experience. And um, when I finally, you know, I'm really excited. I've I've got a new single that I I just it's mastered, it's mixed, it's ready to go. Um, I don't have an official release date, but I think it's going to be my most I think vulnerable song yet. And I really think it, I hope it connects with people. And I think real music does connect with people. And so I think I'm only finally now getting to a place where I'm putting out music that I think is authentic. And I think that, you know, it's it's a hard thing to explain, you know, to someone. You know, when I remember someone saying, like, you know, write more authentic songs. And you're like, I don't, you know, it. it's hard to explain how to do that. I think you just mm-hmm. have to keep going and digging deeper. And, um, and then everything, every artist always says when they put out their newest record that this is the most myself I've ever sounded or been, but it's because it's where you are and that's the best representation of what you are, who you are in that moment in time. So I think just, you know, forever on a journey
0: yeah and the great thing about being vulnerable as tough as it can be is uh, those kind of songs as you mentioned when you're being real uh the listeners can pick up on that and if it's that kind of song an emotional song, it's probably gonna reach them uh if they're in a similar place or they've been in that similar place, so it's really gonna resonate uh, an honest song with people
1: yeah, no, totally and then think about your you know some of your favorite songs um even the ones that may not be like I don't think a sad song has to be a vulnerable song either. You know, I mean, I just played a festival gig in uh, Kelowna, BC, Gonzo, Okanagan. And I played, man, I feel like a woman. And I mean, that song is woman empowerment. It's, and it's vulnerable in the sense of saying, Hey, this is me. Um, I'm, this is who I am. I mean, what's it short man, short, short skirts, you know, it, it's, yeah, yeah, and it sounds silly to say that, but it's like, that may not be socially acceptable to someone. I don't know. I'm, I'm going on a tangent, but um, <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's something that you can like feel and relate to and it makes me be like, yeah, I can be me. I can dress the way that I yeah. feel comfortable and I can present myself the way that I feel comfortable. And it may not even be exactly how that person says it in that song, but if they're confident in the way that they are, then that makes mm-hmm. me feel like I can be confident the way I am
2: which is I just love
0: that. Yeah, being yourself, which people connect with. People can tell when somebody's being themselves uh or if they're not. They they can pick up on that as well. I was reading something really cool in your bio that you have a song that you wrote that was recorded by uh superstar legend Marie Osmond.
1: Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. I uh, I actually have one of those Billboard plaques um that I couldn't believe how expensive they are but i wanted it because i was like <laughs> i may never get another billboard plaque you know top 10 <laughs> on uh, on billboard for the album went top 10 not the song but my song was on the album you see and um it was really cool i mean i wrote it with um my friends ben and chad truman and um and marie austin's producer at the time and it was just cool. I, I sang the demo because I was the only girl on the right and uh, and she actually sent me a personalized note saying thank you for letting me record your song and I just thought that was just so sweet.
0: Wow, that's amazing to get that note and to have a song recorded by someone like Marie Osmond who we all know and, you know, been doing music for so long. She is a legend and uh, that must have been a big honor.
1: It really is. I mean, uh, even when I get to I don't know, you, you You have to just be great. Not that you have to be great. Well, you should be grateful. We should all be grateful right. for the blessings in our lives, but you just never know when something's gonna happen. And and so it's right. like, I, I got a top 10 on country billboard. So that may never happen again, you know, but I can still say that it happened. So um, yep. I just feel really blessed and it's, you know, a really cool honor to, to get to have that on my resume.
0: Let's talk about your song, Think About You, which was released last year. It's a great song. Uh, tell me a bit about uh, the inspiration behind it.
1: Think About You was one of my early, actually, Zoom writes during the pandemic. And I was really unsure about writing on Zoom in general. I'd, I'd always avoided it in the past. and uh, mm. But we kind of was the only, only way to collaborate with other people. Yeah. And so it was two people I'd never met before, um, Kurt. Gibbs and Will Nance and they're both great songwriters here in Nashville and um it's funny, I mean, I, I don't even know Will Will was just kinda of blabbing on about think about you and like me thinking about just going for a walk and drinking a cup of coffee and doing stuff and 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 i was like well the only reason you would do any of these things or what if you did these things because you were trying to avoid a thought or a person or something you didn't want to think about and that's Mm kind of how the song came to be um i got to record it with danic depel he's a fabulous producer and guitar player from emerson drive Mm -hmm. and uh he he just i loved how he helped bring the song to life and I really wanted it to be a little edgier and have lots of guitars and a lot of people have mentioned it feels very Sheryl Crow inspired and that's such a compliment yeah. um I just I love the way the track came out and and it was just the coolest experience to hear it on the radio so thank you Canadian Country Radio for playing it. Too much
0: you are going to be at uh, the Cavendish Beach Music Festival in Cavendish, PEI. It is presented by Bell. It runs Thursday, July 7th through Saturday, July 9th. And I'll let everybody know the website, CavendishBeachMusic.com, where you'll see the full lineup of artists, the schedule, how to get tickets. It's three days of amazing music. I'll mention some of the headliners. And I found out through Tyler Joe Miller, there's a kickoff night the day before. Um, which you can check out as well. But uh we've got Luke Combs on the Thursday night, Darius Rucker on Friday, Dustin Lynch on Saturday. Those are your headliners. Also on that weekend, performing Kelly Prescott, Washboard Union, Aaron Goodwin, Lindsay L, Tennille Art, Stephen Lee Olson, Jess Moskaluke, Mariah Stokes, and on and on. And of course, my guest, Raquel Cole. So Raquel, I see here that you're performing, and there might be other times, but the one time I'm seeing is Friday, On the main stage at 1 p.m. right before Aaron Goodwin and Tenille Arts.
1: Yes. I mean, I cannot believe I get to play the main stage. Um, My first time at Cavendish, I feel very honored to have that spot and to start the day out for so many more amazing artists um, that day. So Catch Me Friday uh, at 1, and then I get to play a songwriter round um, later that afternoon, I think 5 or 6 o'clock on another stage. The festival so i'm just so excited to go check it out and hang out with everybody and um listen to so much good music
0: it's gonna be a great three days i mean the lineup i just mentioned some of the artists there are many more than that it's uh three days with three different stages and as you mentioned there's a songwriters round which is so cool that they have that there as well uh, on top of the band stuff um do you enjoy the whole songwriter circle shows
1: yeah i definitely do i mean Nashville is full of them, and uh, I've played I've played a lot of them down here. But there's something really cool about it when you're on stage and you're trying to keep the energy high and song song to song, you know. And when you get to mm-hmm. do a writer's round, it gives you gives you the chance to talk about the song, like we're doing, you know. Like I got just got to tell you about Think About You. So it's fun to get to kind of show that side of the song and yourself, and um, always enjoy them.
0: Do you have a dream pitch with one of your songs, Raquel, whether it's for I mean, obviously one is one reason is because it might go number one. But even for a sentimental reason, because there's a certain artist that you've always loved that you would love to hear sing one of yours.
1: Oh, man, that's a that's such a tricky question. I mean, (laughs) it's uh, I feel like so many of my favorite artists write their own songs, you know, Um, Mm -hmm. but I do have this duet uh, song that I wrote a long time ago um, that I always like thought if I ever got to meet Michael Bublé, Michael Bublé, I would ask him if he would at least just sing it with me because it would just be dreamy. But, um, (laughs) but that's other than that. I mean, I, I definitely am a songwriter and the Murray Osmond cut was really cool, but I mean, if anybody wanted to record one of my songs, that would be awesome, but I don't have a huge, aspiration for that i think just because i'm such a songwriter myself for myself you know and i've always yeah so my you know I, I love i love seeing people sing their songs um i mean i didn't write let you that was really interesting for me to record a song that i didn't write and um there's it's also very very cool and it's funny how once you start singing it it can it becomes your song, you know, and you feel this ownership of it as well. And sometimes it feels mm-hmm. like you wrote it because you've recorded it and you've sang it and it, it becomes, you know, your song too. And I love that about music. You can hear a song and it can feel like your song, you know, if like someone yeah. wrote it for you.
0: That's right. Yeah. We listen to a song on the radio and if we connect with it, that's our song and that uh, makes us happy. It gets us through a tough time, whatever that song is does for us. You mentioned Let You. That, of course, is the duet with Don Amaro, who is a wonderful artist. The two of you uh, perform that. And of course, there's a music video as well that people can check out. Tell me about uh, singing that with Don.
1: It was fun. I mean, the craziest thing is he recorded his vocals in Winnipeg and I recorded mine in Nashville. So we finally got to perform it together at the CCMAs this last November
0: at the mm-hmm. MDM
1: party. And Um, And then I got to actually sing not that song, but his other single um, on the award show with him. That was really sweet of him to ask me to come up and and sing that. And I got to have my first experience on that stage. But it's been been really sweet. I didn't know Don super well. We were in the Series XM competition or Top of the Country competition together. And so I met him through that. And he's just such a genuine, authentic artist. And so it's been really fun to... To get to know him and to get to be on
2: this journey with him, I'm very grateful. We can dance around this all night, pretend like it don't feel right.
0: Raquel a proudest moment I know it can be tough to pick because there would be many of them but uh, anything you look back so far in your career and what you've accomplished so far big or small that uh, you're pretty proud of?
1: I think I think honestly hearing my song on the radio last summer I was interviewing with someone I think it was um, Scotty over at the Stingray channel in Kelowna but he was like do you realize that we're playing your song between Keith Urban and Shania Twain? (laughs) And that, because he named those two artists, I like teared up and it was in our interview because it hit me that like those two artists I discovered on the radio, I think I was about six years old. Don't quote me on my age, but I was in the car (laughs) and I heard, I heard, man, I feel like a woman. Like that's where I heard it was in the car on the radio. And same with Keith Urban. That's how I discovered Keith Urban. I think I was on vacation and I heard his music being played on the radio somewhere. And then I went and found them and and discovered them. And so from, you know, I was always a dream. I know there's so many different ways to listen to music now um, than just terrestrial radio. But growing up, that was a way that I discovered music um, because I didn't have, I mean, we were a little late to the internet game, my family. I think we were a few years I remember someone emailing us saying, welcome to the 21st century, like we've been living in the dark ages. But <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, that was, that was just a real highlight in my life. And it's something you, you dream of. And when it happens, sometimes you get so wrapped up in everything, I didn't really slow down to realize that like, I'm doing it. <laughs> it's happening.
0: Yeah, that makes sense that, that things would just go by at a certain speed or you just wouldn't take the time to... Think about all the small moments. I mean, that's a big moment being played between those artists and on the radio. But uh, there's a lot of uh, smaller moments along the way that aren't the awards, but they are still significant milestones that you really need to celebrate.
1: Definitely. Definitely. Uh, I think the other one, Dave, is that I came out of a pandemic swinging and I'm still playing music and I didn't give up on my dream. And uh, I think that to me is a really big accomplishment, (laughs) in my life. And I'm proud of myself for that. So I'm proud of so many other musicians for sticking it through.
0: I know what a, what a time, uh, hard to put into words, but what everybody went through uh, musicians um, denied concerts and all that stuff for, you know, two years. So you're right. A lot of people may have given up or came close to it. So to those who didn't and found a way to keep at it. Yeah. That's that's something to be proud of. That's not easy.
2: Yeah, I agree.
0: Incredible. What are you looking forward to, Raquel, uh, down the road with your music or anything, either on a bucket list or just something you got in the works that you're planning?
1: Super excited to put out a new song and um, followed by an EP, so a collection of songs, which will be exciting. And uh, I'm excited about that. I'm excited about another project I've got down in Nashville called The Woods that I've been playing, or a band I've been playing with. And that kind of was a happy accident during COVID. It was my sanity to to find a group, a bubble of people I could play music with. And um, I've just started learning to say yes to things that make me happy, you know, and Mm -hmm. um, that's one of them. So that's exciting, and we've got some cool things coming up as well, and music and things. And so it keeps me busy trying to juggle everything. But I, I'm just having a blast, and I do, I don't want it to slow down. I shouldn't say things like that, but that's how I feel. I'm just, I, I love music so much, and I love getting to perform and play. So the more I get to do that. And be around other artists. I mean, when I'm out on the road with Washbird Union, I'm I'm opening solo acoustic and I love doing that. But mm-hmm. it's been really fun to play with other musicians more and it really challenges me to get better and I've been playing more mandolin and more electric guitar and it's uh it's just fun. It's all fun.
0: Sounds like you're having a blast. You're you're in a great place right now.
1: I think so. I mean there's definitely the ups and downs of course like just you know moments of life but i think overall it's it's really perspective and you just have to just be an optimist as much as you can because there's always something that could bring you down if you let it
0: exactly yes you got to find a way not to let that one thing or whatever it is uh overlook it like you said be an optimist uh but before we wrap up completely i you mentioned the woods first of all i love that name uh but tell me a bit more about the woods because i've I've seen it online and listened to you guys tell me a bit about uh you guys like the sound and etc
1: it's great i mean it's three-part harmony it's definitely a little bit of an ode to the 70s and um but it's uh it's not i was not trying to, to to do that to to make my life crazier but it's uh you know they're my friends and i was sort of just helping them out during covid they were looking for a third person to sing the higher harmony a boy can you imagine right of course two guys looking for another guy to be in their cool band and i was like "I i can sing until you know so you can do these live streams on tuesdays until you find a third person and i mean it was it was just we just started playing every tuesday online and um on facebook and instagram and here we are. I can't really quit playing now. <laughs>
0: no, <laughs> That's awesome. Another project from you, The Woods, that people can check out online and they can uh, look forward to the release of that new single that you've been talking about. And of course, uh, again, a reminder, CavendishBeachMusic.com is the website, CavendishBeachMusic.com. That is the festival presented by Bell. Uh, Thursday, July the 7th through Saturday, July 9th. Uh, Raquel is performing on the main stage on Friday at one o'clock with Aaron Goodvin and Tennille arts following, and then followed eventually by Darius Rucker that evening. She's also in a songwriter circle later that day. Uh, Website is where you'll get tickets and more information on the schedule. So many big artists are performing there. Raquel, thank you so much for being here. It's been great to finally catch up and uh, play a couple of your songs here on the show.
1: Same. Thank you so much, Dave. And I hope to see you soon. I hope you have a wonderful summer. I hope you take some time off.
0: I think I'm going to. I can't always be in front of the mic or, or in front of an audience. So,
1: <laughs> Good. You deserve it. Do it.
0: <laughs> I'll do it. Thank you, Raquel. Once again, I've been speaking with British Columbia's Raquel Cole. I'm Dave Woods, keeping it country.